Welcome to part two of the EcoForce podcast. We are having a continuation of our discussion about being more sustainable and bringing balance to your personal life. Later on, we discuss social media and how to curate your feed to suit you. Stay tuned for a wonderful, sustainable and beautifully green recipe from Edie Turker herself. And let's get going. Cheesy as it sounds, but... Um yoga with Adrian when she's like the hottest part is showing up and you're like yes Adrian I'm here like, I showed up you made it <laughs> I can imagine though that if I had a nine-to-five job for instance like and I and I've worked a very sort of traditional nine-to-five job in my last year when I was in LA that then I saw all of that kind of flew by the wayside and it I it, w- it was too much, <laughs> everything felt mundane and the same and I had to be at work at the same time and leave the same time and, and, and that I couldn't handle. So I guess I prefer my own, like a self-imposed structure, especially because I get to structure my day around things that I find really interesting or fulfilling or creative or, you know? So I, I guess what I'm saying is it's kind of about balance. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I was thinking about this in terms of like the stuff that we consume on social media. And I know that you have had quite a um, an imbalanced relationship with social media. You want to talk about it? I'm sorry I used imbalance. It was just the only word I could. <laughs> I, I'm not one of those people who is like, I have a love-hate relationship and there are so many pros to social media. I firmly hate social media. I hate, like I hate it. And I only still have it because sometimes I need to promote or, or share things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also, I guess, I guess I wouldn't hate it as much if I got rid of everything and just had my close friends and kind of used it as a way to keep up on them, with them. Um, but I'm someone who gets extremely overwhelmed by what's going on in, on social media. I don't like consuming news that way. I don't like consume, consuming opinions that way. I hate infographics that like get spread around when the next massive sort of event takes place in the world. And I, I think they just, <laughs> I think they're doing more harm than good. I agree. Um, I also get sensitive about comparing myself to other people, mostly regarding where I'm at in my life. It seems like my peers are more successful than me. Like, so, and because I'm clearly not at the point where I've been able to fully deal with that, I would rather just eliminate that from my life. Yeah. So I never, I don't have any of the, um, I don't have Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, but I use Instagram. I just don't keep it on my phone. I'll check it on my laptop yeah. every now and then share it that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good way to deal with social media, particularly if you have quite a uh, a troubled relationship with it. It's like, if you want to keep it, if you need it, if, there, if it's necessary to your life in some or other way, try make sure that you can access it maybe just on your laptop and make sure that you log out and you do these little path of least resistant resistance hacks. Um, and yeah, and I think that's a great idea. I, I actually, 
I know a few people that are starting to do that now. They're keep kind of keeping Instagram just for that reason. It can also be just such a time-wasting thing. Yeah. And you're not and I don't think you're engaging with anything. Like like when you're reading, you have you have to be active, even yeah. though you're sort of sitting quietly in a corner, you're still actively engaging with material. And there's something I don't fully understand what it is, but there's something about social media that is also quite passive mindless and then you end up in this like three hour long spiral and your day is gone yeah that being said like i can objectively see what the pros to social media are mm. and i also think you know technological progress is important all those things i just know that personally it doesn't work for me and yeah. it kind of hijacks my worst sensibilities it makes me a nasty person, even in my, I don't mean that I'm someone who comments or tweets or whatever, like it just in my head. I don't like how I treat myself or what, you know what I mean? Exactly. I completely agree. I, I also, you know, that what you were saying about self, like comparison and body image. Um, I, on my explore page on Instagram, I kept on getting like these girls with these really big boobs jumping and then they'd like, change their clothes um into like you know have you seen those do you also get those on your explore page and I'm like I don't follow this stuff like I follow archaeology history and like that's my main stuff that I follow but then you know I'll look at the odd like Kardashian image or I'll look at the odd like girl meme like and next thing my whole explore explore page is like flooded with just titties and not I, those women are beautiful but I don't that's not my Instagram isn't beautiful I want to see my things and so I've started like removing all that content when it pops up so it I can try like curate my Instagram explore page to suit me but it hasn't worked so far see that's a great idea the people you follow you know, that could be quite stimulating, quite interesting, um, especially your friends. If you yeah. really are using the social platform, but as soon as you hit that explore button, all hell breaks loose. So maybe if there was a way to curate that, like really curate that, that'd be good as well. Yeah. Um, but also Instagram is like, well, any social media is, <laughs> this is why I hate it. It's like, what it, it, it it's feeding you the worst parts of yourself. Okay. So exactly of weakness and gone scrolling through like something that was quite stupid or superficial or whatever the case may be, then now my explore page is full of all of it when I'm trying to curate my personal feed to stuff that's gonna be uplifting and positive yeah. and interesting and you know what I mean. But yeah. it doesn't matter because I've already done that one stupid click on whatever it was and now my explore page is like, we know who you are. This is what you really want. Like celebrity gossip. Exactly. And then it's like breaking news. Britney Spears still isn't free. And you're like... Yeah. But a part of me does want to see those things. And that's Same. the problem. Then I get, get stuck in them and they're stupid. Like, is that good for our brain? Like, how do you curate your day to make you feel more yourself something that has been really beneficial particularly in the last year and a half with covid and lockdowns has been just getting out of the house so mm. that means you know getting away from yourself getting away from screens and 
I don't know, just, just communicating with real human beings to the extent that we can. So for instance, working at this bookshop has been such a, for many reasons has been such, so like energizing. Right. The main reason is that I get to see and speak to people and actually engage with real human beings and see what they're interested in and chat to them. And even if I don't chat to them, I just ring up their books and they leave. There's something about that reciprocity. There's a real human in front of me that has made all the difference. And then also, again, it's got to do with getting out, just like getting out into nature, going for a walk, going for a hike also makes me feel just normal and relaxed and like none of the bullshit around you really matters you know yeah yeah I think like that's a massive theme like I've kind of realized since I've actually had COVID now but like just breathing and like this year is has been no one's even though everyone's kind of stepped back and work's been affected like there's like this heavy pressure on everyone where like no one can kind of take a breath and going for a hike is like all I craved when whilst I've been sick I've just wanted to go and breathe in the in the outdoors the pressure is interesting right because we were told okay so we had these lockdowns and then this thing came out of it where for the first time ever it felt like people could stop and breathe because they were forced to but now it seems, it feels sometimes like there's this um, like almost elastic band effect where there's more pressure to do better because it feels almost as though we've lost so much time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I lost my whole year of being 25 and now my thought process is, and, and obviously that's not true, but it feels that way. So sometimes I think, oh shit, now I'm 26 and things are happening. So I better work triple as hard. Yeah. It's like everything skipped. all those like things that we we thought like our 26 year old kind of older peers were doing when we were younger like we skipped that yeah (laughs) it got so slow that now I'm feeling guilty but almost like I need to catch up what I missed in yeah I remember in kind of the thick of lockdown when I was in Joburg and um, I was going through a really hard time. Um, Aidley took me in with her beautiful big family and um, we were sitting by the fire. It was freezing. I think you were working and it was nighttime and the girls were having a sleepover by the fireplace and uh, everything was just really hectic and emotional. And um, I started talking to Maurice, um, Aidley's brother. And Maurice said to me, he was like, slow down like you're you're in no rush and there's no race he's like I'm start I'm for the first time in my life starting to feel like I'm finally starting to get things together and I'm really proud of myself and I was like fuck yeah like that's actually exactly what I needed to hear it's just to slow down there is no rush he's so good at at, at, at giving advice he is at giving advice and he's he's right he's 100% right like all the the pressure we we put the pressure on ourselves sure and I'm sure most people would say that when you look back on these times the kind of thing you you wish is that you had just appreciated where you were at more rather than wishing you were further along or anywhere else yeah 
Um, I was wondering if you could just uh, share a little easy recipe or tip. I got a good one that mm-hmm. I've been sort of, that I've really been enjoying lately. It's very bizarre. It doesn't look great, but it tastes mm-hmm. amazing. Although actually, I think it looks great because it looks like the kind of food you see in cartoons or um, the Cat in the Hat or something. Any Doctor's yeah. book, or whatever like green eggs and ham basically it's this bright green pasta made it because i was trying to eat healthy and i was so not in the mood to sit and like eat an entire i don't know salad with spinach and or whatever so i (laughs) made this weird pasta sauce that's basically raw spinach um and then you put some olive oil in there you put some garlic in there you can put any cheese you like if you do cheese or you could put sour cream Mm -hmm. or if you don't do any of those things you can um you could add nutritional yeast if you want to kind of give it a cheesy flavor Mm -hmm. and then you blend it up and you've kind of made oh and add basil leaves as well so you've kind of made a spinach pesto essentially and then i make some pasta and then i pour that all over my pasta and it is bright green it looks ridiculous but it is so tasty and you get all your greens in and then I might add some cherry tomatoes or roast, um, toast sunflower seeds and sprinkle it on top. Yeah. Lemon juice. Lemon juice is essential. You have to have at least half a lemon squeezed in there. Girl, lemons are the most underrated fruits. Actually, the most underrated food. I'll go as far as saying that. I go through a bag of lemons a week. I use lemons more than anything else in my cool. life. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's a staple in... Lebanese cooking it Mm -hmm. like if you have lemons and garlic you can pretty much make any recipe and then also I drink I put it in my hot water I put it in my cold water I put it in my rooibos tea so it's in pretty much every dish and then I also learned recently that um, the best way to get as much iron out of spinach as possible, particularly baby spinach, is with the acidity from lemon juice. So then anytime I have something, any spinach or greens, I like cover it in lemon juice. You absorb the iron more, apparently. Wow. Thank you for that great tip. (laughs) Unsolicited advice. (laughs) And your unsolicited advice. (laughs) Thank you so much, Aidli. I think you have been an absolutely amazing guest to chat to for this podcast uh you have just proven that being being better can also kind of just start with yourself and going easy on yourself but being consistent with yourself and you are great (laughs) (laughs) you are great i love you cool girl love you do have a love you do have a great night (laughs) all right bye bye